Welcome back to the Japan Business News and Real Estate Podcast. I'm Pretty Donnelly, Sales and Marketing Manager with Nippon Tradings International. I'll be talking about a couple of things today. First, the direction of Fukushima after that tragic nuclear disaster in 2011. And then in the second part of this podcast, because the question on taxes has come up a few times, I'll take you through the various taxes, although most do not apply to foreign investors. It has been a decade since Japan's devastating nuclear meltdown in Fukushima. Since then, the prefecture has become Japan's largest commercial-scale solar power generator and home to one of the world's largest green hydrogen plants. The governor of Fukushima hopes it will step out of the shadow of disaster and become a symbol for green energy. So we ask, is the focus on becoming a symbol for green energy the right direction, or would focus on the community be better for the city's future? The March 11, 2011 earthquake and tsunami ravaged northeast Japan and crippled the Daiichi nuclear plant. It also triggered widespread opposition to nuclear power, complicating energy policy for resource-poor Japan. Helped by about 250 billion yen, $2.3 billion, in government support, it houses a 10-megawatt hydrogen plant. What Governor Maseo Ushibori wants is for Fukushima to achieve 100% renewable power, so not to rely on nuclear energy. How the funds are being spent is a sensitive issue for some residents who say they need support with everyday life, not green energy projects. A Toshiba-developed hydrogen plant opened last year in Namie, a town evacuated after the meltdown, using an adjoining 20-megawatt solar farm to power the process. A new transmission line will eventually add 360 megawatts of wind power, putting Fukushima on track for 100% renewable energy by 2040, according to the governor. Some say that Namie needs more basic infrastructure such as hospitals that are open for 24 hours and care homes for the elderly. Others say that locals don't feel secure, that the infrastructure for green projects will create jobs because these types of projects are geared toward big companies. And what is really needed is a business model that supports local businesses and helps the local community. They might not be wrong. Toyota Motor Corp's president visited recently and pledged new pilot projects to restore infrastructure, develop projects, and attract residents. Meanwhile, the government and major corporations are pushing hydrogen with the intent of making Namie the town of hydrogen to support the regional economy and create a new symbol for green energy. As I mentioned, we have received a number of questions about how taxes would affect the yield on an investment property. I will start by directing you to 
nippontradings.com slash taxation dash information where you can read at your leisure. Basically, most Western countries have a tax treaty with Japan to prevent double taxation. It would, of course, depend on your personal financial circumstances and whether any claims or deductions are applicable to you. You may have to pay the difference in taxation levels. If you are not sure, it would be best to consult with your local accountant. In terms of income tax, income of 0 to 380,000 Japanese yen per annum is non-taxable. 380,001 to 1.95 million Japanese yen would be taxable at 5%. To see the rest of the thresholds, you can visit that page, nippontradings.com slash taxation dash information. Some other taxes, municipal taxes. Non-residents are exempt from municipal and regional taxes. Capital gains tax. Now this won't apply to you initially, but just something to keep in mind for future sale of properties. Generally, a property owner who sells Japanese properties within five years can expect to pay 40% capital gains tax. After five years, this will drop to 20%. Bear in mind, this tax only applies to direct gains in property value and only applicable to net gains in sale versus the purchase price after all purchase and sale costs have been deducted. The fixed asset tax is applicable to all property owners. On properties under 200 square meters, which is usually the norm for most of our clients due to the higher yields involved, this tax is 25% to 50% lower than larger properties and comes up to an average of 0.75% to 1.5% of the purchase price per annum, depending on the official evaluation of the property. In most cases, we would only know the exact amount a few days before settlement. So allow for double as a worst case scenario for properties over 200 square meters. I'll give you that link again to refer to. It's nippontradings.com slash taxation dash information. And that's it for this episode, folks. Thanks for listening. We are a Japanese proxy helping foreigners access properties in the second largest real estate economy in the world for investment purposes and for personal use. At NTI, this is Pretty, keeping you informed of the latest trends, business news, and featured properties in the Japanese real estate market. If you are new to the Japanese property market and have questions, we are always happy to talk shop. Drop us a line at info at nippontradings.com. <laughs>